Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Wild Mary School Bus. My name is Calvin, but I go by many names here on the podcast. You may know me as Dimitri the Ringmaster, or as a slightly crazy moon sister, or as disgruntled innkeeper number three. You get the idea. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and adult themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, take it away, pothole. Pothole. <laughs> I know, I had food in my mouth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and these people play the game wow. along with me. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. I, I don't feel comfortable after that these people introduction, uh, but okay, because we got to do it. This is Drew. I play Zeph. Uh, I, yeah, that's what I got. Zeph, he's a, he's a draconian. Yeah, I'm glad that this is the energy that we're putting forth at the start of the episode. I'm Will, I play Glyph, and I'm a lizard folk artificer. Done. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the other Will, I play Aramur, the Leonin Bloodhunter. Next! Hey guys, uh, it's Preston, I'm finally back. Uh, I play... Pizza. Ooh. Not anymore. He he quit that job. I know. It's just. I thought we were gonna say you took a shower or something. No, I don't. I don't do those. Yeah, he doesn't shower. Uh, anyways, uh, I play. I forgot who do I play. I play Lucius Kane, Asmar Warlock. I'm Liz. I play Ohiana the Tiefling Bard. I'm Michelle, and I play Kenneth Quinn. And I have a water salt water tap in my mouth. Yeah, for the listeners, uh, probably should have. Eaten that before Ooh, we started. Probably should have. Pack it like a dip. This Pack it like a dip. Worst yeah, this is out. snack for like a podcast. I didn't set it out. That's the craziest thing. Michelle set out a it's so good. mountain of saltwater taffy for us. It's so good. While we play this podcast. I really hope that somebody hears this and goes, I haven't had saltwater taffy in forever. And then like renews oh, their oh, love. Now. We get oh, sponsors. So where can they get some saltwater taffy? Fudge Factory <laughs> located somewhere in the middle of Missouri. Um... I'm gonna stop you right there. That's not true. We're not sponsored by them. It's not brought to you by them because mm. they don't know anything about this. But if they want to sponsor, they're more than welcome to contact uh, us. Hey, listeners, check them out online and then tell them that we uh, 
shout them out. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. have them. And give us We're those gonna... three wacky numbers on the back of your credit card. Uh, quick question before we get started. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I go to uh, anywhere that I use my debit card, uh-huh. can I just offer a barter and say, like, hey, uh, I'm part of a podcast, and we would love uh, to have you be our sponsor. <laughs> so this could just be on the house, yep. and I'll shout you out next week. 100%. If you get anybody to do that, I will be uh, more than impressed. <laughs> so, congratulations, the podcast is paying our tithes next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Brett. I'm trying to sell my... Brought to you uh, by Church of the Brooklyn. <laughs> Sponsored by whatever the feedback And is with that imagery and whatever other frivolity we have, let's go ahead and jump into episode 24 what? of the Godscar Chronicles. What? It's the Jack Bauer episode? Let's go. It's a school bus. A school bus. But Elvin, you a... used to drive a school bus. Right, but we're not actual school bus. We're wild magic school. You know what? Last time we were here, the party had successfully acquired a new companion. Uh, one of the... A member from the old draconian order known as Balefire uh, had Balefire. been discovered within Mecha City and had been... Persuaded to uh, come with them for a time as it seems as though his memory is going uh, and his stability in his infused magics are starting to uh, be on the fritz. On the fritz? So the party on the fritz. Like not waning, just like going crazy? Yes. Okay. okay. Um, as the, the party took uh, precautions to make sure that he was stable for the time being, took him to Professor Stowe to see if uh, the professor could analyze uh, these magics that were uh, interfering with them and how to potentially solve that. Uh, and while and while doing all of this, uncovered a very interesting secret that mm-hmm. reveals uh, a lot of interesting facts and removes a lot of the lore that our draconian ordinance fellows thought that they had. Um, discovering that they didn't uh, fail in a so-and-so guarding mission uh, that they actually were uh, saved by their creator in his attempt to keep them from being sold to the highest bidder. Uh, But that is where we kind of pick up tonight with the party now learning of all this after visiting with Professor Stowe and uh, getting a good night's sleep uh, at the Noble Lantern Inn where you have your extended stay uh, and trying to figure out what the next step is now that you have not one but two companions as Aramir the Blood Hunter has also joined them for the time being after completing his very secret and very mysterious mission that no one knows about. What do you do? Not even the DM. I look, I look forward to the doctors, <laughs> just the two of you. No one shall. I'm gonna have everyone leave the table for the next thirty minutes while I have oh, Aramir nice. do a story. Oh. Um, cool. I got, got my softball glove. Yeah, you guys go play catch for a while. We'll uh, we'll do this. Um, okay, so you guys have awoken the next uh, morning with this new information fresh on your minds and a potential new path or some other follow-up paths to take. The choice will be yours. Will be or is? Morning. I assume it will be. All right, yep. Uh, uh, morning. Yep, here we go. Yep, top of it to you. Uh, yep. So I think we decided um, Balefire should stay safe with um, 
with <laughs> what's, what's her name? Which one? Boys. We talking about Galen? Galen. Oh, Lady Tolliver. So let's take uh, let's go ahead and take him to her, and maybe see if we can get provisioned up and go take a look at what actually happened at the mines. Yeah, uh, okay. I uh, quick <laughs> question: Do we happen to know how long of a journey that is, or are we just going to come kind of like, oh, it's east? I think we should find out. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Why do we know how to provision up? Are you guys in your room, or are you guys out? out sure, this is a private conversation. Okay. Okay, yep, uh, yeah, Paul's being real chatty. Uh, he's a big morning person, so i, I got to keep telling him to shut up, or I'm going to drain his tank. So. Hey, guys. It's me, Tabidi. Water whip. No, hey, guys. It's me, Tabidi. Water whip. Oh, yeah, sorry. Nice. Oh, feel free to vote online. Uh, there will be a poll when this episode comes out. Uh, who did the voice better? <laughs> oh, my God. No way. Oh. Yeah, Roland, I think we should join everyone else now, kind of see what they want to do. Yeah. Yep. No. Okay, so you guys gather together uh, down in the tavern. Uh, it's, uh, I'd say it's about 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. Most patrons are either out the door for the day or still sleeping, so the tavern itself is fairly uh, empty, save for uh, the uh, innkeeper who's currently working up near the front counter, and one... Uh, other barmaid who is uh, working on sweeping up some of the floors. But you guys find a table big enough to accommodate all of you, uh, and you can discuss what you want to do next. Okay. Mm, breakfast. <laughs> yeah, do we have cereal? Is there cereal? Does cereal exist? Fruit Loops. Hmm. This is an industrial <laughs> side. So, granola for sure, right? Yeah, I will take granola. Uh, sure, I would say a type of oat uh, That's cereal. That's though. Could be. Bro, I throw food gold for just blessed. smiling at me, okay? Uh, oats, oats, would be, oats would be easy to come by. Oats would be fairly easy to come by. Yeah, but they, you can get like an oatmeal esque type yes, thing. If you want. Some kid just runs out to the stable and grabs a little from one of the horses. <laughs> <laughs> what do you really want, mister? It's pretty softened. Um, I'll take a couple of uh, blood <laughs> oranges, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Easy, easy enough to acquire. So okay, and, and rats, blood oranges, and rats. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I've been like kind of dissociating for the past couple days. Like, so like, what is like the next like direction that we're going to? What? No, I totally. I I was here for all of it. Uh, I talked to. I talked to. So bail file here. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the 200 pound? Uh, Grenade at the table? Which is a grenade? Dragon ball. Grenade? I mean, he's kind of like uh, waiting to explode. No offense, uh, Bellfire. Dan Token. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's pretty intense. He's aware of the situation, yeah. Hi, hi, Bellfire. Pleasure. Nice. From what I barely remember through the haze of my dissociation state, like, so, like, do we do we know that the, the, like, about the information that you guys got, or no? Well, let me remind you what information we got. Um, Previously, we were told that we... um, Failed a mission. Right, failed to... But you didn't. ...protect all of our kind. Your dad, like, teleported you all out. Yes. We were being attacked by... And and the Union union. Loki lied and took advantage of you guys. Yes. Wait, what was that last part? The union, because like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Straight up lied. It turns out they wanted to turn us into super soldiers, which they did. I mean, you guys are. Wiped our memories. Yep. What? <laughs> yep, boxcar seventeen, the uh, indigo. You know. All right. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I don't remember anything uh, before twelve years old. So. Oh well. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that doesn't that make anybody feel way. better. Like, that's not like a feel good thing. Well, I mean, I was hoping that would be I thought we could connect on. Oh, share. right, no. Oh, yeah. Definitely, there's a sympathetic thing going on. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. cool, sweet, sweet, sweet. Is it sympathetic or empathetic? I. I don't know. Uh, empathetic is feeling the pain of another. I we can actually we we relate to it. Well, if you get shot, I don't feel it. Don't at us, by and the just way. Like, if you do know the difference between the two and what we're saying is inappropriate, we're the professionals yeah, here. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. Yeah, yeah, start idiot. a podcast. It's our podcast. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's the, no. Okay. So we don't want to put me back. You 100 got that back. I read something online that said the best way to like gain traction as a podcast is to directly aggress your podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So guess Genuses. what, Carrie? <laughs> we don't know the difference. Please don't let there be anyone named Carrie who listens to there this. Is, there is, there is for sure. No. Berries and yeah. carrots, yeah. She's, oh, berries and carrots? She's a very kind okay. person. Okay. Okay. So she's going to take that as yeah, a she joke. Probably it lied. was meant to be. Okay. We have cause of blood feud. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. No, yeah, you pretty much got it right. Okay. So we need Bellfire. He's not in a good way, so we want him to be somewhere safe from the Union. So we thought the best place for that would be at House Tolliver with... Um, okay. Okay, so we just gotta go over to Gailwin's place, and then we're, we're gonna go over to your, the labs or whatever? I mean, it's not really over so much as... Around and through and under, and it's a long, it's a it's, it's a like close. Over. Yeah. It's a ways. You know, it's not like we're going. Oh, boop, we're over here. We made it. Like if I, if the map was folded in like seven pieces, it'd be right here. But if you actually stretch the map out, there's a pretty. Surprise that we're going to distance. Wouldn't that be yeah. amazing if you we're going for two speed. points and bend space speed? and time? Airship. Oh, teleportation. Fires all alone. Airship. But this times I shoot the pirates out the sky so they can't go on our ship and hurt people. Actually, none of that sounds like a bad idea. What about a land ship? Land ship? Hey, I... Fewer sky pirates. What about land pirates, man? I I can (laughs) drive us. You can drive? I I can do. We can... Road trip. We'll swap off drive. All right, so when you get tired, you can Uh rest your second eyelids, and then I can... Right, yeah, hot swap. Right, we don't even stop moving. Never. No. I'll go over, you go under, and then we'll... Mm -hmm. At the Hardy Brothel, a hot swap is way different. <laughs> Not anymore. I missed that. <laughs> you wait for that episode to come out. We were. Why? Did you hear that from your mom or something? <laughs> Whoa. Well, obviously he doesn't remember Actually, anything about uh, his mom. Now that you bring it up, we don't really know how. All right, she, that's not funny. Oh, you guys come out. Oh, you guys don't even know if you got my eggs. shoulders visibly drop. <laughs> you cry a little bit. Those are tears. They're Cro- really, really small. Tears, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I start, I start like sympathetically crying with you, but like it's also super dry because I'm basically cool. Empathetically crying or sympathetically crying? There's no way. I cry more. <laughs> you try really hard to cry, and it's just yeah. blood. Oh, oh, this is worse. God. You're like, you're like, forcing, <laughs> you're, like squeezing so hard to get your two decks to do it, and it just like oh, starts. Oh, guys, <laughs> it's happening again. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm it's happening much. again. Take it back <laughs> Suck that blood back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I figured you could do it. So jam my finger to my eye. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but there's a scene in Cloudy with a chance of meatballs where the really tough guy's about to cry and his tears rolling down. He's like, oh, yeah. This would be I a time s- to cry, but not today. Get back in there. And they're like, <laughs> like sucks oh, it. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. I love that. That's an sure. underrated film. It that, is. Yeah, it is. Film. It is. It's very fun. But I digress. So, uh, anything else to say or shall we... Magically appear at House Tolliver. Well, well, you can teleport. Ah, uh, no. But narratively, <laughs> smash guns. <laughs> 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 Teleportation. 
It's called a what? Narrative television. Narrative television. I only a DM can kiss it, but it's actually pretty efficient. Yeah, it's a ninth level spell. Ninth level spell. Okay, so you. We, we, all, we all look at Lucius as you say, let's pay our bill. Why are you guys looking at me? I'm not willing to have money falling out of your literal pockets. I just, like, I thought, well, I just. I, Got I, it. I, Two I, gold. Out Yep. I just. Everyone was smiling and looking at me, and I was just <laughs> taking it in. I don't. It used to be a lot more generous. What? I just meant. Yeah. God. <laughs> I start, yeah, I start hyperventilating in lunch. <laughs> I, I have to go. I'll go ahead and. Uh, the smash cut is the panic on Lucia's face. The background slowly changes, and now he's hyperventilating in front of House Tolliver. Okay. Uh, as that is where we've found ourselves. <laughs> Um, Have we not passed out yet? <laughs> as yeah, that's what everyone else is ordering too. It's been doing it for eight hours. That's weird. Hot um, constitution saving throw. Right no, now. no, no, no. All right, so you guys arrive with uh, your compatriots at uh, House Tolliver. Easy enough to gain entrance, uh, as you are uh, at this point pretty well recognized uh, to some of the staff. You are icon. Um, yeah, and to others, you're at literally employed there. Enough. So. For sure. Oh, I can give back the package. Yes, and you can re- you can return the package that you uh, picked up for. Um, okay, so uh, arriving there, you guys wait a few minutes uh, before being uh, escorted to what looks to be uh, sort of like a dining hall of some kind. Not probably a main dining hall, probably one of the side ones. A uh, little less ostentatiously designed, but also uh, still, still adequate for meetings and such. Um, as you all kind of take a seat at the long table. After about uh, about five minutes or so, uh, Galen uh, emerges in one from one side of the room. Uh, she seems to be wearing uh, a little less of a starchy kind of like royalty uniform and a little more of like something she you know, wear around the house, something a little bit longer, uh, longer silks, still uh, maintaining position, but a little more uh, breathability, you would think. Uh, but one of she those mid-century hostess outfits. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, she she approaches uh, and has a seat at one end of the table, uh, looking at all of you. Um, as she sits down, she seems to be uh, working on some. She has a couple of rolls of parchment. She sits down next to her. Um, she she sits in her seat and looks at all of you. Uh, good morning. I trust all has been well since we last spoke. I'm a good person. Is he all right? He hasn't been paying the bill like he should. Yep. It's been kind of weird to witness, uh, but, you know. Luce starts crying. <laughs> We've established that he has one thing to do in this group, and he's not doing it. I'm trying my best. Yeah, beyond paying for stuff, everything else is kind of just, like, a la carte. Yeah. I mean, we can all do not paying for stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. someone's got to be the one to be like, you know what, I think I'm going to be the pay for stuff guy. We thought that was your gifting. Yeah. Well, you guys need to communicate next time. You know, this is an opportunity for a relationship to grow as a party. It really is. I'd be gassed. Sorry. (laughs) Gowen, sorry. Indeed. We'll take care of that. Quite all right. Um, Right, so exactly what do I owe the pleasure? Meat bale fire. How do you do, do, Mr. Balefire? He's he's just Balefire. You don't need to miss him. Very well. Uh, That's his dad. He's told us, I think. <laughs> In theory, we've never met him either. Belfire looks... I thought we were created. What well, we're figurative father. Like, you know... Like an emotional... Heart father. Yes. Like... Like a heart song. Like a heart song. Yeah, like a heart song. Yeah, that makes sense. He's like the... 
composer of the A hard daddy, yeah. Oh, that was Emeraldi. Right, Papa. Emeraldi. Emeraldi's not dead. We, well, we like to kind of like think about it. Uh, it's, it's like a whole new can of... I mean, do you me. know your father? I don't think I have. I think I'm... I think we're detracting him. Yes, I would agree. Um, so, Mr... I'm sorry. Uh, Balefire here. What, uh... Is he a part of your group now? What's... I mean, uh, kind of... We were wondering if you'd want him to be part of your group, since we've taken one of your other uh, guards for a little bit. I don't understand. What... Look, but... And I tell the whole story of Balefire. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't know if that's how you... (laughs) Great narrative. Um, I see. So what is your plan with Balefire, then? Well, um, he's struggling, and we're... uh, The Union needs to not find him, and... I agree. We were wondering if he could be in your care to minimize the stress that he's under, to perhaps um, prolong his decline until we can find a solution. I see. Keep him safe and well cared for. And, and you you believe that I could provide this better than your group could? I mean, I certainly could provide him with a place to stay, but I can't keep eyes on him, and I certainly don't have enough contacts in order to do that effectively. It seems as though whatever he's done in the city has put several sets of eyes on him. So you think it would be best if he skedaddled with us? I fear. Are you... I'm assuming you are planning to leave. To yeah. seek out Right, this. that's the other side of it, right. Mm. Yes. Yeah, we're going to go... Well, if you're leaving town, the best way to remove, you know, suspicion... Well, not suspicion, but the best way to remove the eyes of unwantedness on you would be to uh, abscond as... Yes, and he would be much safer in your group. You would be able to keep an eye on him. Also... He looks like you could hurt people. I mean, he, we've seen him hurt in, a lot in, of in, in the best way. Oh, like in a helpful way? Yeah, in a helpful way. Well, Belfire, what do you think? Are you... Do you like violence? Up for coming with us to, you know, see if we can find out more about what happened? Heading back to Vic Ferron. Yes, How'd you sir. feel about uh, immolating some idiots on the way, maybe? Well, it, it, worst case scenario, I'm not saying like I'd love for someone to attack Skyrits. us, but... You know, Skyrits, right? We call them Skyrits? Yeah, yeah, the ones up high, but the ones down that, Is that catchy, though? Like, I'm just, I just want to... I think Skyrits Sky, Sky, Sky is pretty good. Yeah. Skyrits, okay. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. What do you call the ground ones? A deep. Groundlings? Groundlings. Groundlings? Do we call it, like... Improv studio. Or bandits? Ooh, I've never heard that <laughs> one before. Wait, oh, right. Did I fly the instruments? I think you've just come up with a new word. They're called bandits. <laughs> Whoa! We all just clap. <laughs> if you're heading back, I mean, if we can find it, then I'd, I'd like to know where it is. See if maybe we can recover what we lost. Do you guys have, like, blankies? All right, Gerwin, do you think you could... As this mission, yes, it is important to us, but it is also important to... um, bring to light some of the worst aspects of the plans of the Union, potentially. We're wondering if you could divert some of your many resources to assist 
I can certainly do what I can. You've proven more than adequate in helping me in my uh, line of work. What, <laughs> what do you, what do you need? Well, that's us. I'm proud of us. Well, we were thinking. Is that praise? Probably. Yeah. What do we need? Like a vehicle, <laughs> a vehicle to make the travel easier. Yep, yep. Uh, we would need it. Yep. Um, Spot other than that, uh, some requisitions. Um, Balefire, we know how you uh, do combat. You might need to run that by everyone else. Make sure they know that uh, there is a blast radius to just about everything that you do. Mm. Oh, yeah. Codename Blast Radius. No, codename's Balefire. <laughs> oh. Did we call it like a special move, like blast radius? I think we have to incorporate that. As well. I mean, you could call it the blast radius. Maybe uh, I don't know, Kenneth. You could like fire an arrow through like a flaming wall he's made or something. I think that would burn the arrow up immediately. No, it, it, <laughs> the arrow would catch on fire and not be completely incinerated till right. it's yeah, inside of the. The shaft is made of wood, so that would burn up first. Yeah, but it's gonna be. And my fires are pretty intense. Guys, 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 I'm not having this. Okay. I know how to fix this. Yeah, that was a good. Can we have some bad ideas? We have plenty of time. To discuss these terrible ideas as we uh, travel. Yes, I agree. Some sort of vehicle would be the most advantageous. Airship, dog sled. Oh. Ash. Air dogs. I mean, uh, Air so, <laughs> hey, uh, not, Air to, not to be like the flying ointment, but do we know uh, where we're going? Because some airships right. don't and go over certain places, directions. some places have jurisdiction here, over there. If we were on wagons, technically we wouldn't have to worry about that. That sounds it. like you're making most well, of this well, The law doesn't belong in the sky. I've no. seen... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not going to rest on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Can't catch us in the sea, can't catch us in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over international waters. It doesn't I am a sovereign citizen. <laughs> I'll pay my taxes. Listen, I'm not. I pay not my bills. My bills are paid. That's, that's, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> you may have the land, but sure, we you were really trying to retcon that that was a joke. <laughs> I cannot stress enough. I was being fictitious. Fictitious. <laughs> fictitious. I was being fictitious. <laughs> oh, we, we all are. We all are. Yeah. Literally in a fantasy world right now. We all hate you. Um, maybe, like, we've seen a bunch of those. Automated vehicles that run around here. Maybe you got like a big <laughs> tanked up one. Like. With guns. Wait, what are guns? Oh, those are guns. Oh, oh, yeah, those are guns. Cannons, projectiles. I have guns in my Lots hands. Of Harpoons would be cool. Oh, yeah, you're right. Harpoons oh, oh, would be oh and a turret in the For land sharks! A turret at the top that can help uh, Balefire right, so direct exact- his fire weapons without harming anyone around. Like like a cone, like a little. It's gonna take us six months to commission this. All right, listen, Galwyn's eyes are rolling in the back of her head right now. Y'all she's right actually man? gone. She walked away. <laughs> <laughs> she's like writing stuff down in the other room, just like listening to us still, but like mm-hmm. the doors open, mm-hmm. but they're like. This tiny little wagon just comes out of the door. She just walked out. <laughs> That's all I can um, afford right now. She shows her notes and she's all work and no play makes me want to dull girl. Like, oh my god! Um, We've driven her insane. Galen kind of considers for a minute. I could, I could see what I could procure as transportation. Um, where do you know exactly where you're headed, though? Oh, we do. It's, it's, we know the name. I mean, it's called Vic Ferron, but. In the middle of the wasteland, not a lot around it. Former mine. Uh, There are several former mining. Ferron. The problem is, is that there are several mining towns that 
used to be closer to the dwarves, the, the dwarves themselves, but most of their information has been lost to time, being that we had to pull back from them whenever the Brasslands uh, became their own nation, and we began a treaty with the dwarves when it comes to the, the Deep Iron. Uh, I wonder if we could um, get better information from our friend at the university. But you do oh, that's a good idea. We should just go looking from town to town. I mean, ghost town to ghost town. My ghost mine to ghost mine. I mind. mean, it could, here's the thing. It could take like a week to get from one to the next to the next to the next, depending on how far apart they are. And, and what could we learn about ourselves and each other during that time? I think it would be a It's strengthen the bonds of friendship. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Well, if you're traveling on foot, knowing exactly where you're going to go would be beneficial. Traveling by air means you can cover a lot more ground if you're looking in a more general radius. Right, that we is... can see things from the sky and drop down and check them out. Right. You know, Damar might know a little bit better than we do with, like, maps and stuff. Oh, if you're a traveling yeah. person, you usually know where places are. So. That's a good point. It's true. Right. Uh, we'd have to figure out how to kind of grease Jim Bart's hinges. I know he's our friend, but I don't think he'd be willing to do, like, a crazy long mission just for well, fun. He doesn't have to. Yeah, if he can just tell us where to head, we can figure out our transportation otherwise. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's true as well. And depending on where you go, you'll be encroaching on dwarven territory, which is... Um, Restricted airspace? Yeah, it is mostly frowned upon, unless you uh, are... And as you say that, I just fist pump and point at Kenneth. Told you. It is mostly frowned upon. The, the treaty with the dwarves stipulates that we don't cross into their territory uh, only through uh, agreed-upon means, which would be the which would be the Black Way, which is... Where the, the Black Way. The, uh, the Black Way. It's the the main road that leads to Krakodar, the the land of the dwarves. Well, the dwarves uh, would know where the dwarven mine site would be. Fort Blackhold is uh, on the edge of uh, the Black Way. It is our last line of uh, peaceful defense, I guess you could call it, um, before leading into dwarven territory, and is the only way any of our uh, any of our enterprise is allowed to enter or exit uh, through Krakodar. Okay, and and um, the city that's like in the center or whatever, like like I said, guys, like maybe the, the dwarves would know where the dwarven dig site is. So yeah, I mean, it could be. That's a good like, start. Uh, hey, you guys know uh, you like to. Tunnel through mines and stuff. Is there a, a place that you guys don't go explicitly? Because that would probably be exactly where we. But I think to you have to ask them in song, that really deep voice song. Have you seen? No, you got to do it in dwarvish, mate. You got to do it in dwarvish. I don't. Oh, I know speak if... dwarvish. Do you speak dwarvish? I speak dwarvish. I don't know. No, if... you don't because you don't speak common. Languages, Draconic, Dwarvish. Yeah, it says I don't speak common, but we, I'm going to retcon that. <laughs> We're not retconning 24 episodes of exactly. you not being able to speak to everybody. Yeah, so or we having to, to reenact Oh my gosh, no, it's just been pothole, like, writing, like, dictating for you and just, no. hold, just holding no. on a placard everywhere that no you guys one, have gone. Oh my gosh, and I'm the only one who can understand him. Yeah. And the rest, everyone else is just like... Blankly staring or just trying like, to make out what pothole is writing. Like just like, I know that word. Right. <laughs> I think I know that sound. 
It's a lot of No, nope, you know time. common. We're just gonna nope. So, we're just calling it. You know common. Just gonna go ahead and fix that. Let's go ahead and quick. put that. Nice try, and Dwarvish. Drew was pissed because I know Dwarvish and he doesn't. He's like, oh, you're what do you know? If you're common, you're common. You only know two languages. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the. At Dwarvish, bro. Three Screw languages. It. Right. We'll Lore. keep that in your pocket for now. Okay. If we need to make an adjustment to your character later because of what Will All did. All of a sudden, I know Dwarvish. No, okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, it's fine. Well, maybe it's a locked I, memory, bro. Everyone knows I play very strictly by the rules in Will. Uh, <laughs> uh, your DM may add or remove languages Ooh. from that list depending on what languages are appropriate for your campaign. Guess who speaks common, Drew? <laughs> you forced it upon me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's awesome. Um... Anyhow, uh, Galewyn continues. Um, if you're heading closer to the border, may I suggest uh, Metal City? Uh, it is the last mainstay of civilization before you reach the smaller towns and villages. Um, at least it's one of the last ones I'm aware of. Can you spell that? M-E-T-A-L. What? Are you serious? Dude, are you kidding me? Did you procrastinate this way? No. <laughs> no. Metal, Metal has been in, in the land for since I created this place. Every other one like is like apostrophe crunching. Uh-huh. And this is Metal City. Metal. M-E-T-A-L. There's a little thing on the E. There's a little swoosh on the E. There's a comment like to like the top on the E. It could have yeah. been M-E-H-T-H-A-L. Why would I do that? <laughs> Why do you... Yeah. I'm about to go on a rabbit trail if I'm not careful. <laughs> Listen, when you create as much crap as I have in a world that doesn't exist, yeah. sometimes you take a couple shortcuts to yeah. get the, to achieve the result you want. It's understandable. Not, <laughs> Thank not you. Every name of a town is going to be a banger. Just like yeah. Listen, I can't wait to travel to the Bark Woods Mis- to get to Missouri Metal has City. a place called Uranus, okay? Not all of them are gold. Who Kansas want? City, great name. I feel like Uranus is a great name. We have Miami, Missouri. Not even Miami. It's Miami. We also have Versailles, or as cultured people know it, Versailles. Versailles, yeah. Are you all down to Versailles? Nevada. If you guys follow the Wild Magic School Bus on Twitter, tweet at us what your dumb city names are, and we'll uh, we'll look at them over at some point. So, live tweet us right now. Oh. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Seattle. Yeah, imagine a lot. <laughs> Seattle's a fine name. <laughs> named um, after a great chief. Of that is correct. Yep, named Many after the peoples of this country. Chief, chief Seattle, yep. Real thing. Um, okay, so, <clears throat> back to what I was saying. <laughs> Gail Wynn explains that if you guys are going to make a stopping point, she suggests Metal City, as it would have more information on the local places if you want to go there. Um, but... Yeah, I think that's a good idea. To give you some context, let me get my travel times. Uh... From Mecca City to Metal City, it is by foot in the general travel time, 13 days or 350 miles. Sounds like a lot of adventure. That sounds fun. So well, that I'm is sit down for that. So that is the uh, that is again just literally by walking on foot uh, to arrive there. Ten days. So uh, 13, 13 days. This would be a good time, Calvin, for you to introduce the new game mechanic, which is mm-hmm. we are playing in real time. So, this montage. Yeah, as we only play for an hour Sorry. and a half at a time. This will take an uh, yeah, eight hours of travel. Welcome to eight weeks of traveling one day on the road. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I mean, that's how, how Tolkien wrote his books. So, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, hundred percent. How, how long? 
We're uh, in it right it is now. 350 miles. Okay. Holy um, days. 13 days to travel to get there. Okay. Um, so that is, uh, yeah, so that's to get there. Um, obviously, if you guys want to use a, a cart or transportation, mm-hmm. that would be reduced. Um, what about airship? Airship would be much faster. So basically, you are to go from foot to wagon is roughly half the time. Uh, well, a little, less, a little more than half the time. Uh, and using airship would be almost three times as fast. Um, but obviously, the so like seven days and four days respectively. So yeah. to yes, so yeah, seven days uh, using a wagon or mounts, and four days using a airship. And that's just to again, that's to Metal. That's not getting. That's not including wherever. Vic Ferran supposedly is because again yeah. nobody nobody truly knows where in this group uh, unfortunately where it would be. Do you guys want to fight some land pirates? Yeah, I mean, so I guess that would be the question. Do we want to try and uh, see if we have we ever traveled in wagon before? Oh, I don't think we have. No, we've you, we've walked a few places. We've, we've walked I mean, a couple places. Have a wagon. You have a wagon. Yeah, uh, a wagon. Wagon will not fit all of you. <laughs> I'm here to tell you Listen, right if now. We, if, we, if we want to use an airship at any point in time, we've probably got to get it now here when we know someone yes. who has an airship. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe we use it while we got it. If, uh, if we're lucky, it gets destroyed, and then we can have a land adventure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't. All right. So it I, sounds like we need to talk to Jimba. I could. Uh, I don't know if Jimba would be willing to take his ship his vessel that direction he's mostly flies by sea that's what he prefers however I could probably convince one of our import captains to run a smaller ship to Metal City and you could find your way from there I assume is there ballistas hmm. on it that sounds like a really good start or if it, more like a clipper smaller faster import ships would I mean it would have a few defenses but not really they're not designed no to no guns Oh, yeah, there actually, might be a few. Got a lot of I, I wouldn't know we personally. We would absolutely be the defenses. Yeah, I mean, not? I point to bail flying. Like this guy's like a walking weapon. So I think yeah, yeah, but we don't have a bomb on the ship. No, I mean he'd throw the bomb off the ship at the. What? Bomb. I thought he was the bomb. That's what it's I'm thinking. Not. Both. He I doesn't mean, immolate if, himself. If I if I explode, it's because I'm gonna die because I can't contain my powers. But I can use fire. Not I don't just like burst so into like, the direction. You know. Yeah, I can. It's very it's slow. Like He's not the human torch. No, like, there's a human torch. No. No, the human torch Perhaps. is what you did that one time in that Remember? one town. Uh, you know, you had Remember those... all the human torches? You were like, it's yeah. too dark here. Right, right. Dark that's, not as, yeah, that's not as, yeah. That's not as, yeah. swinging swords. Right. He said, flame on, and yeah. your human torched mm-hmm. them all. Yeah. Well, it was dark. There, yeah, we need some light. They some burn light. a long time. You they do. It's, su- it's surprising how. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea of the human torch, just like someone clapping, and then <laughs> <laughs> clap on. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, clap so Galen. It didn't work. I can't clap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, okay, so Galen offers to provide you guys passage to uh, uh, Mattel City. And from there, you can find your way to wherever it is you need to go. Nice. So, uh, she. Yes. Turn the box. Thank you. Uh, she takes. Uh, thank you. Puts it with the rest of her stuff. Um, she actually looks at you as you as you hand the box. Uh, you, I assume, you wanted to accompany them for the time being. It seems as though they need your services more than I do for the moment. I can. Excellent. Uh, okay. 
I don't. Wow. I truly don't you need your services right now. In fact, bag. I would prefer if I had more time not being scrutinized by... No offense to you, obviously. But uh, the less that people are leering about me, the better for the next few days. Um, give me until tomorrow morning to secure transportation. I'll have to uh, reach out to them this afternoon and see if I can... Uh, create the plans needed to uh, get you all there, but if you return tomorrow morning, we should have everything arranged. Uh, be prepared to depart then. Perfect. Uh, yeah, well then I'm going to go buy some things today, a few things I need to get. Excellent. Uh, get what you need. Um, if you need anything else from me, uh, you know where to find me. Um, one more thing. Um, and She kind of actually picks up the <clears throat> she picks up the box that uh, Oromar gave her and she opens it up and she goes, being as though you are quite capable, but also uh, beginning to expand your repertoire of places and things that you need to do, I feel it imperative that we remain in touch in case anything happens, uh, or in case uh, I'm in need of your professionalism or unprofessionalism. Yeah, we're um, unprofessional, sir. So be a good idea. Really? I mean, no one else has come up with a name, and I feel like that sticks more than anything else. So dumb. The unprofessionals. Mm. It's at this moment that Glyph pulls out his gun and shoots himself in the head. Says, I'm done. <laughs> 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 you are. Every, every session you, we run into this problem. You're going to need to put a trigger warning at the beginning of the uh, episode now. A literal trigger. How do you feel about? I that? describe everything that has it has the potential to have all of those things. Mm-hmm. Listener discretion is advice. So they are having been triggered for the seventeenth consecutive episode. The twenty fourth consecutive episode. Because remember, we still haven't come up with the name yet. Yeah, but the first few episodes, I wasn't sure I wanted to be a part of this group. And, yeah, and by episode what? seven, I was like, fair oh, point, fair no, point, you point. and me are a group. Oh, um, in the story, I thought you meant you didn't want to keep playing. All right, uh, but anyhow, she continues. Um, being as though we're about to go in far over our heads, what with the Union being involved in, first of all, my in- involvement in uh, the goings-on of Cupper Cove, and now this with your ordinance and the use of Emeraldi years ago, I feel as though we need to make sure that nothing goes awry, uh, so I procured this for you, and she uh, pulls out what looks to be a small... Uh, basically like an oval-esque vase with a little opening on the top, and you can see uh, ingrained across the top of it are a set of like six or seven runes, and she sets it on the table in front of you guys. It's a little uh, almost like brass or copper uh, bowl, and she sets it on there. Says, uh, I trust you'll find use for this. Um, it is a is, um, used to you can use it to communicate across long distances. Okay. Uh, is it waterproof? Just wondering. Yeah, of course. I might put it in Potholes tank safekeeping. Um, but she gives you, you a, basically a, a amalgamation of a sending stone. It's a sending bowl. Uh, so you now have the capacity to use the sending spell once a day, um, using it to contact anybody that you have met within Mecca City or anybody who would have reasonably have access to a sending bowl as well. So nice. Which and at this point would be pretty much everybody you know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but she hands that to you. Man, good. Uh, yeah. Take good care of it. They do not come cheaply. No. Right, uh, well, then I'm going to look around and say, who would like to hold this expensive and rare artifact? 
Who else would like to hold this? Elhiyan? Thank God, yep, sounds good. I'll give it to Elhiyan. I know she's not going to kiss with it recklessly. Okay. I have not set a president. Not yet. You could put sending stone in there if you want a sending stone in there if you want to, but mine is a little different. Basically, it's if you need to cast sending to talk the 25 words to somebody, you can use the sending spell once a day. That's essentially what it is. It's bullshit. But... Yeah, you just make note of that, and I said everybody yes. can use it uh, mm-hmm. well, once a day. So, um, Please no. Anyhow, so there. Uh, but yeah, so you guys are released from uh, your meeting with Gaywin Tolliver with the instructions to return the following morning uh, as she's going to secure transportation for you guys to Metal City. So you guys have reduced your travel time from 13 days to 4 days. Nice. At least mm. to this section. So a lot faster. Very good. Um, okay, so uh, preparation time. What are you guys, anyone needing to do anything before you guys leave Mystery the following potion. day? M- Mystery oh, potion. Mystery potion? Being quirky. I, don't, I have 115 uh, things worth of sure. a chemical Jeez. supplies. <laughs> I have 115 oh. things to create a potion of things. <laughs> 115 gold pieces. <laughs> a potion of things. A potion of things. It might be a real thing, actually. Well, so um, if you don't listen to any of these um, podcast episodes, mm. I'll just explain to you. When he does that, we have established that there's a narrative like thing that happens. Like It's very creative and clever and intense. So. What? I think I honestly got. I think Drew just saw that as a vessel with which to out you. Correct. Oh yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't anything against you. Yeah. Oh, I'm busy studying for school stuff. Well, school's <laughs> out for summer, bro. Hell yeah, we're gonna go shred some gnar. Shred some gnar. Um, okay, so you are going to go ahead and use your alchemy kit to try to create a potion of some kind. Yes. How much gold does it cost to do mystery? Well, here's the kicker. Usually. I know what the cost of a potion is, so I can tell you that oh, it's reduced. But I'm winging it. I don't know what to do. You want to like roll like a like a d20 or something? And you know what? Roll a roll a d. Let me think. How much you have? 150 gold. 115. 115. Yes. Let's wait. I have. We actually have actual gold. I could convert into that if that would be easier. No, no, that's fine. Let's okay. do this. Let's roll a d4. Okay. And we'll do it this way. Time on a... No. Okay. Let's do a D8. Let's do it that way. That'll be more fun. I'll give you more chances. On a 1 or a 2, 25. 3 and 4, 50. Yeah. 4, uh, 5 and 6. Up to 100. Because uh, there's 4 quarters in what you're describing. Correct. Yes. Up to 100. Yeah. So. Fuck. 100. <laughs> All right. You use 100 of your 115 gold. Sorry. That was uh, really subdued. Just curse. Just like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what happens. Sorry. Right, this is iconic. I have 15. What happens when you play fast and loose with your <laughs> random <laughs> Guys, but it's fun. I'm just okay. threw some stuff so, in the bag and shook it do up. You want, I did. Do you want to actually, like, do I'll you want to just. I can roll, like, herbalism check or something. No, no that's fine, because we're going to. Okay. I'm just going to roll on a table, because you'll succeed. Okay. Okay. Um, but I just want to know, do you want to role play kind of like you did last time, or you just want to, are you just tinkering for right now? Um. Because last time you had, like, a, a reason to, like, distract yourself. I don't know if you're doing this that. This time, no, Lucius is chilling. I think he's okay. vibing with everyone really sure. well. I think he's just like, going to do his own thing. Sure. That's yeah. totally, totally fine. Uh, actually, um, can I, can I borrow Pothole just to be my little assistant for a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you can watch. You can ask him, but if he says yes, I don't have a problem. It's kind of like a free day for do you. Want to be, you want to be my assistant for this magical experiment? Yeah, I mean, you, what, if he says you can, you can go in the sewers afterwards, but you've got to do what he needs you to do first. <coughs> you 
you are your own monster. Actually. All right, all right. I mean, you hold these very like noxious and like very volatile chemicals. Well, like, <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing great. Okay, now pour that in a little, not that fast. Full nervous bubbles coming up from his tank. We will blow up if you do not. What if he just pours them all in his tank? Well, well, so now I'm picturing the hurt locker, but it's potholes. Oh no! Of he's, just sweat, he's just sweating, just like, like I don't know what. To no music, just. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So you are going to go ahead. All right. So you spend uh, hundred. You spend hundred gold and a lot. Uh, most of the afternoon experimenting yes. and working on stuff until you come out with a potion of some kind. Go ahead and we'll do it like this. Go and roll a d10 for me first. <coughs> I've played D and D in such a long time. I was like, what, what the hell is that one? <laughs> <laughs> right. Ten. Uh, five. Okay. Five. Okay. Uh, okay. <coughs> and then go ahead and roll a d100 for me. D-Hondo. Yes. Both of them? Yeah. Thank you, Will. Uh, two. I think, right? Two? Oh, no, never mind, never mind. I lied. I I'm pretty upside down. 62. 62. All right. Just a second. God, two. I have, two. Man. So you read a six. I've been right? working at Pizza Place. I haven't been playing DD. Welcome to Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. All right, so that. you... Thank you. Okay, go ahead and roll, roll another D10. This is fun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Oh, okay. It's gonna be so cool. The claw has chosen. It's gonna, it's gonna be a laxative, guys. It's gonna be a hundred gold for his laxative. It's gonna work super effectively. It's, it's just a laxative. Oh. Potion of shit. Oh, okay, no. You're nine? Yeah. Okay, so you create what's... So as, you, uh, as you're working at one point, you're putting some stuff together and you're stopping for a moment, like, thinking, and you hear, uh... Oh, gosh, I was gonna say... Fieri, but that's not it. Fieri. Fieri. No, I, I, I didn't remember. Either, so. Fair, it's Fieri. Yep. I added an extra symbol. You hear uh, Fieri. <laughs> you hear Fieri become interested in what you're doing at one point, uh, and you uh, you hear this voice, uh, voice in the back of your head, is, you know. <laughs> yeah. There was a time. When I spoke with the ancients from the Emerald Isles, we created a type of elixir that could extract information from people. Perhaps with whatever it is you're doing here, we could recreate something like that. It was a mage by the known of sphinxes that taught me this. Uh, and after about an hour of kind of giving you some pointers, you create what's known as Sphinx's Truth. Sphinx's Truth? Yes. That's actually super that convenient really, for, like, what we do. That like sounds actually. really cool. That sounds really cool. Elixir of Sphinx's Truth. Now, however, as you finish it, you notice that as you're done, like, you're, uh, as you're shaking it, you notice that, like, the kind of strange uh, orangish glow of this liquid. It looks almost like a, uh, almost like a carbonated liquid with, like, some, uh flecks of like blue in it but you notice the blue as it kind of gives off this kind of slight glow as it is now you know slightly magical you notice that the blue flecks are like pulsing sporadically or like they I said orange with blue flecks not the blue flecks 
How the Baja ba- Blast flavored flex. Baja Blast is like teal. It's the Baja blue. Blast flex. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, both flex. They, they seem to they seem to pulse sporadically, growing stronger at one moment and then wear almost like dissipating another moment, but then reappearing. Um, and you hear uh, Fiera kind of like listening in the background as you're looking at this. Interesting. We'll see what it does. And then fades away. Um, yeah. I got an orange potion. It looks like Fanta. Uh, as you look around at these scattered materials and components that you have squandered away. Bubbles just like traumatized with like how like, like hold, Holding like four beakers just like staring into the abyss. Still um, shaking like he held I, I, I open up the casket there. and I just like, it's like, you can put your hand there. It's fine. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Bring me their souls. <laughs> that's what like, like, like his hand, his theory goes through the thing and pats Pothole on his proper head or something. Like, oh my gosh, it's like Colossal um, Boss of okay. which is my brand. Yes, adorable but oh adorable but terrifying. Yes. Um, okay, so you have created a elixir. Good for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you enjoy classic D&D and dark fantasy in the tradition of Martin, Tolkien, or Vance, you might enjoy Tale of the Manticore. It's a mashup between an actual play and radio-style storytelling. 
made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore pulls no punches and lets the dice decide where the story goes, who survives, and who does not. This summer, Tale of the Manticore rolls right into Season 2. There will be more action, more nostalgic fantasy, and more heartbreak, as the dice roll up and probably right over the characters, and the story unfolds as it is being written. If you've wanted to check out the show but the backlog looked like just too much, this is the chance to get into it. I'm starting from scratch. New characters, new plot, same danger. See you this summer. Uh, is it actually in the I would like, like can I actually add it to my like inventory? Maybe if this table is to be believed, but let's try, let's we'll try. see. Let's try. <laughs> <laughs> Sphinx is true. Anything goes. Um, okay, so you've created that. Now anybody else? Yes. Anyone else want to go shopping for things? Yes. Well not shopping, but like gaining information. Sure. Like at the library or something. Okay. We've gone to one of those places before. Will, you're not in school right now. You don't have to go to the library. Erimer must gain knowledge. <laughs> not me. He did not pay thousands of dollars. For <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> to increase intelligence, one point. Some calls well, fallacy. Yeah. Or at least have certificate that lets people know they can trust me to join the workforce of the American uh, society. <laughs> How do you say bingo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. I am increasing my earning potential with this piece of paper. Social mobility. <laughs> well, we're glad you're a college student. It doesn't yeah, sound like it, it in this exact moment, but we're glad that you're a college Hey, at least you actually graduated with somewhat of a degree. <clears throat> you got the no. certificate of That thing that collects dust up there? Yeah, it's great. Um, you don't even see it up there because it's laying down flat. Uh, all right, getting back in. Crew MVP. Mm. Hell yeah. Yay. He's prouder, prouder of that than he is of his... Uh, True facts. Um, okay, so... Uh, you're going to the library to look for information. What is it exactly you're looking for? So, looking up information about, like, roaming tribes or prides that Ooh, kind sure. of wander nice. the lands in between uh, the two cities. Ooh, okay. Wow. Go ahead and make a uh, intelligence check for me. You're so smart <laughs> and handsome. Dude, he's like, I'm here for three months. What'd you I'm say? digging in. Intelligence. So intelligence. <laughs> You, oh, plus two. Is there something else you'd like to try? If you want, no. Well, you can I, argue. You can argue for any role. I don't care. Oh, I mean, no, because that's like the thing that it would be most okay. likely. Sure. Can I spell Sphinx wrong? Ooh. However you want to spell it, my dude. Well, it's single it's digits. Like, I'll tell you that much. Oh, it's, an eight. No. it's like all kinds of things. Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead, because I'm feeling that way. Let's go ahead and do advantage, because you were at the library, and That's you were so able cool, to like literally so ask the Dewey Decibel system. Uh, uh, really wants to answer this this pretty dice. Don't scam me. You scammed me. No, I didn't. Whoa! That's a 21. Nice. <laughs> better. It looked like a single digit, and I was scared. Okay, so. <sighs> roving bands. Um, so basically, from what you can tell, there appears to be a couple of... Uh, I guess, basically, using field reports of different villages and different places, and uh, obviously military strategies, too, you can learn that there are... Looks to be a total of three... Uh, well-known 
thing uh, groups or uh, places that would be of note that kind of wander. Um, there is uh, there's first a group of nomads that live in what's called the Chrisvale, which is like a more uh, it's the area that's more desert-like in the brass sense. It's actually uh, further north than anything, which is odd, which you would think the climate would be colder, but it borders uh, Crocodar and is on the far, far side of uh, the Brasslands. Um, but there is a, just a group of nomads. Uh, they don't have a specific name, but they are well known to reside in that desert, and that's where they stay. Okay. Um, the other one is there appears to be other than like your generic like uh, uh, like a band of do-gooders or whatever that you know would roam the forest. There's not a lot of organized groups. Um, the only other ones would be the Black Hands, which border which run across the border of. Um, Crocodar and the Brasslands. They specialize in smuggling. They uh, usually, if you need to get in or out of one or the other, or you need stuff taken in uh, under less scrupulous eyes, the Black Hands are the ones that will get you there. They operate out of several small cities, but reports indicate that there is possibly a cell of them in Metal City, as that is the closest thing other than Fort Blackhold that gets you uh, there. The only other thing with a 21 is that you do find some offhand reports, like some side notes, of something that has been talked about a few times, uh, but the name of the Rove comes back to. The what? The Rove. Right. Um, the, <clears throat> it's all held in legend. No, nothing has been proven, but it seems like there have been indications mm-hmm. that uh, people have seen or heard of this strange kind of city or roving group of people uh, being spotted out in like the wide plains of uh, the Brasslands from time to time. However, most of these reports are very dated, uh, and again, it's all kind of like second and third hand knowledge. Okay. So, but with the twenty one, it has been it has been said. Uh, one interesting thing to note is that the la- the latest report, the earliest report, which was from probably two and a half years ago, uh, said that in a large open field, uh, there was a massive indent in the ground, like a depression in the ground. Um, and people had reported like seeing the claiming to see the rove at one point uh, before it was dismissed as a weather phenomenon. But okay. so it's, there was a specific group that I was looking for, mm-hmm. and if it would be possible, even like trying to find something about this. Okay, of, what uh, group are you looking for specifically? You can definitely do that. The Sundered Earth Pride. Yes. Uh, the. I'm trying to think of a way to describe... Uh, I'm trying to think of if you would be able to find one or the other. Yeah. Or collectively find them. Um, hmm. I'd say go ahead and make another... This one, Do a history check for this one, I will say, as you... Ooh, well, I'm... Uh... This is not Fae Fiends or Undead. No. <laughs> Dang, it's not advantage. Unless you are. Gosh, why do I roll this dice? <laughs> Nine. I don't know. Nine. Oh. Uh, nothing in the Brasslands <laughs> has note of the... Uh, I'm sorry, I was going to say the wrong thing. The Sundered... Sundered Earth. Earth. The Sundered Earth, thank you. Um... 
There is nothing in the Brasslands records that indicate the Sundered Earth. Okay. That's all I wanted. Okay. Uh, Liz, Jim. Anybody else? Um, I did have something. Sure. Uh, so, kind of a question slash a also possibility uh-huh. for glyph to design something. I'm not sure if it's possible. Mm. Some sort of spellcasting focus. Um, okay. To like, not necessarily like a wand or something like that, but something sure. to focus to potentially bump up like um, my spellcasting abilies. Absolutely. Like a plus one. Absolutely. I do have a boomerang. <clears throat> you could definitely but create something like that. Make you a boomerang spellcasting focus. I mean, I do already have the boomerang, so if there was some way to uh, modify it to add a spellcasting focus, that would be sure. is quite it fun. Sure, turning it into a fire arm? What the hell are you doing? Is it weird? What? Why? Why? Is it weird? You sound like... Is it weird? I'm going to say I'm going to say it, and hopefully you guys laugh. Dark Crystal. That's what no. you sound like. You sound like this damn... Skeksis? Yes, the Skeksis. I'm feeling fearless. I just ate the neighbor's cat. Yeah. I have never felt more affirmed. <laughs> Sorry, Calvin. I like how you point at her and ask if she's seen the Dark Crystal. She hadn't watched that ever in her life. It's I had to introduce it to her. Yeah, because I grew up on that. Like, come on, come on, yeah, no, son. I used to have nightmares about Skeksky. I had nightmares about the walking, like the butterfly walking, like the oh yeah, tall legged ones. I, I like those. The, their shrieks, land like, the land striders, so, they scared me. Okay, yeah. their shrieks is what scared me. So and then the, no, and then the giant, so. giant hermit crabs were okay. also I terrifying. Noted. <laughs> but I digress. All right, so you're looking for a uh, focus for that. So go ahead and roll our comic check for me just to start this off, and we'll go from there. Do something a little. <laughs> well, I do think all this is going on while I'm just traumatizing Paul. Yeah, yeah, you guys are having a great time. We're bonding. Fifteen. Fifteen. You would know first and foremost when it comes to creating a focus in order to direct your magics into something a little more potent. What you need first, you can build any kind of contraption to do that. You need some sort of a catalyst for that, usually in the form of a gem or a crystal of some kind. Usually, is a great conduit of that. Um, uh, anything with ma- magical, uh, I want to say ability, but basically things that are that can absorb magics well would work well for that. Um, but yeah, that's just basic. Uh, Arcana 101 is just something that would redirect the magic would do that very, very well. Um, obviously, you can use, uh, like I said, gems of, of varying values mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but who knows? This is the city where anything's possible. There's what probably a lot of stuff here. Sisters Crystal, what would that do? Ooh, <clears throat> I still have mine. I, I also still have mine. Um, um, we're flush with those crystals. <laughs> yeah, we are stacked there. The gills yeah. with crystals. Glyph, what do you think would be? As far as like giving you something through which to, uh, um, um, well, I can't do anything major for you. Uh, I could maybe do something somewhat simple. Uh, is this any particular? Would a moon sister crystal suffice, or would I need you to roll? I need to get something more. 
not luxurious per se, but something of higher quality, perhaps. I mean, you could use a moon sister crystal, but here's the thing: it'd be pretty unpredictable what it would or would not do because uh, you don't know. Uh, so, if you wanted to have that, like, with it, mm-hmm. in case of emergency, like break glass, break crystal. Um, but I would recommend something a little more uh, stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. If you're going to use it as a focus, with a 14, you would know two things. First, all you need to all you would need to design is some sort of contraption that would contain the magic and allow the focal point to pass through. Very easy to do. You do that all you do that all the time with your magics anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but this would just be allowing her to channel it through, which is a little bit different, but shouldn't be too difficult. The other thing you know is that there is one other material that would be a great conduit for magic. Okay. I want to see if anybody actually remembers. Black steel. Black steel, so close. Dang it. Damascus, dang. <laughs> I mean, if you'd like, I could make you something uh, right now that would work well enough. Or there's something that the dwarves are actually, uh, they've got that's pretty proprietary. We could maybe get a hold of it if we did them a favor, and I could make you a banger one. Uh, so it's kind of up to you. Yeah, um... I'm open to that, yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. I'll start drawing some shit up. Uh, but, yeah. Can't really make it till we get the black steel and it's kind of... It's a crapshoot, so if we run into them and they don't want to give it to us, I mean, we could just do something else. What if it was a sword made of solid fire? I don't think that's... I like, you know... <laughs> Would it burn out? Would, Would it be more beneficial for me to look for some sort of crystal here? Yeah, if you could find just uh, any sort of minor magical uh, device, I could, I could find some uh, an interesting way to kind of use your style to put it into something uh, until we get the better stuff. I would like to find some sort of crystal somewhere. We don't sure. Yeah. Make a reiki check. Findy check. Make an investigation check for me. <laughs> That's a find so check. It, it's a findy check. It is a findy check. Reiki check. Mm, you said investigation? Crystals. Correct. Okay. Oh, I love this one. That's yes. a dirty 20. Liz! Holy crap! Out. As you uh, are wandering through the city, uh, <laughs> is anyone going with you? Come on. Whoever, would, whoever would like to come. Sure. Oh, I'm busy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've got other stuff to pick up, so I'll probably go too. Okay. So you guys are out and about looking yeah. at stuff? Okay, cool. So the, three, the four of you are uh, moving through uh, your... You guys are going through your Did area. You guys are. Uh, from like last time I made potions, like uh, your inventory. Yes. You guys are going out and about in the town. Um, at okay. one point, you stop at. Uh, you're at the scrapyard, the kind of the uh, bizarre area of this place, trying to see if you can find anything here before you head to the more established places. And obviously, lavish to bars is probably the you know the ideal place if you truly want something. But mm-hmm. looking around here, uh, you're you're walking around, and all of a sudden you hear the sound of uh, somebody talking, and they seem to be having a conversation with uh, about two or three individuals, and they seem like they're very very like there's like a lot of like charismatic energy coming off of them just from like walking past them so you're like maybe they're selling something interesting they I don't know they just they just catch catch you that way so you walk uh to this uh seemingly little tent with these you know homemade stands and benches um and as these two customers uh finish what they're doing walk away you can see turning around the broad shoulders and the uh slick back hair of a hobgoblin one that nice. you haven't seen in a while but smiling broadly he goes no way oh my gosh guys it's so great to see you. <laughs> How's Crandon? Crandon Belly, the hobgoblin scavenger. Uh, te- well, you're not there, so you can 
Like, well, I'm just asking out a character. Uh, suppose, apparently he is. This is awesome because I They're looked at my inventory literally uh-huh. earlier to see what all I had. And under other possessions, I have community gold and one Crandon favor. <laughs> oh! So this is the perfect okay. time to... Uh, but turn, anyhow, he sees the three of you and he's like, Guys, I am so glad you guys are here. You don't know how, this, how much this means to me. What, what are you guys doing here? What, what's going on? How's your heart? He's like, how's your heart doing? You know what? My heart is okay, but my soul my soul is better. Thank oh, you. Well, Thank you, right. buddy. That's great. You should that. try killing somebody or something. Kill, you kill him with kindness. That's all you need. God, I wish I could. <laughs> the name of a sword or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, Crendon, uh I don't want to be that guy, but uh, last time we met, I kind of gave you a bunch of stuff, and you said, oh, I'll owe you one, mate. Uh, yeah, like yeah, absolutely. Yes, and yeah. thank you. Thank you for oh all God. of that stuff that you gave oh, me. Oh, you ought never it's... mind. You're not getting it. No, no, I'm going to power through for the whatever, sake of Whatever you guys need. I, Crandon Belly can get you guys. So here's what? the thing, Crandon. Uh, Let's go back to an inn and talk about this for hours in great detail. I we could get coffee if you. Oh, I can't leave my. I can't leave. You my hear the, like the clicking of a gun <laughs> under his scarf. Paul reaches up and just pulls your hand. Pottle reaches up and just pulls your hand away. Now uh, holding Pottle's <laughs> hand at this stall. Um, he's he's, he's like, got a balloon in his other. Uh, Crandon <laughs> looks at looks at all That's of you. That's how you find him in a crowd. <laughs> Uh, Cranon looks at all of you. What what can I do for you guys? Right, so uh, I'm going to make something for my friend Ohiana. It's like a spellcasting focus, you know, a means of uh, magnifying her magical capabilities into something... Uh, that is that is great of you. That so truly you, is. If just, you could find something for us, that would be fantastic. I'm sure I... What, do you, what is it you're looking for? Some sort of crystal, perhaps, that has uh, innate magical properties of some sort. To to be able to, as a conduit for what you're, you know what, I love that. I love that you're creating that. Something we're going to create this. like the heart of a star. We're going to create, I don't have the heart of a star, but I love where you're going with that. Mm. Keep that energy alive, mm. all right? You you keep that and you take that with you I wherever really you go. I appreciate you. I, and, I, you know, and I appreciate you, man. Gosh, I love you guys. I mean, I really, really do. Okay, let me see what I've got. So, uh, Crandon Belly turns around. that's inside of me wants to disintegrate him. Like, like, the little, what's left of him. <laughs> you choking my rice, bro. Did you eat some undercooked rice, too? No. Uh, Crandon turns around and goes, <laughs> Now, if I, when I do this for you, I assume this means that our favor is done and done, right? Yeah, it was square. It's kind of like we'd never really even have to talk to you. Actually, I might talk to you about something else also. Not my soul, Perfect. don't. Calm it down. Uh, you know yeah. what? When the time is right, man. When the it time is right. <laughs> All right. Uh, hopefully, this can be something that you use. And he sets down in front of you a perfectly square cube of the darkest material. No you've way. Ever seen. Vanta black. Uh, think of like a a Vanta black Damascus, as it says before Shut you. Uh, a, wait, did he have? He has black steel. He has a small cube. Of That's so good. Because that mother trucker rolled a natural 20. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash that favor, in. My soul's doing great, mate. Thank you. <laughs> my, my guess is that he he has, like, you know, salvaged little bits of, of black steel. Well, you steel. gave him, yeah, you all, gave all him scrap those pieces scrap pieces of black steel, yeah. and he has condensed I'm it. I'm guessing he just does that all the time. Mm-hmm. He's a recycler. 
Which, if anybody follows my lore, is like, that's not possible. Only dwarves can refine black steel. Yeah, well, Cranaberry is special, all right? Mm -hmm. Maybe he knows a couple also, dwarves. Also, also yeah, there's techniques. Like it's not like some racial yeah. aptitude. Listen, he knows dwarves. I mean, probably I mean, it is, actually. It, kinda, it actually it is a racial <laughs> aptitude. <laughs> 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 you probably have techniques to could teach other people, guys. I, I think uh, he just knows people. He, he does. He, he knows dwarves, he knows too. Look at He's incredibly well-connected for an intolerant... He, he's so lovable. But anyway, he sets that before he goes, yeah. I <laughs> I really hope that this is uh, something that you can use, um, and I just appreciate you guys uh, just being great people, you know? Yeah, man, right. this is okay. great. You should... Uh, man, I, I feel like the local business organization should we have a greatly. We, we have a group of people already. I'm, I'm here to make connections. <laughs> you know, if, they have, if they have a dinner where they honor new business owners and they were really bringing great things to the community. They should, yeah. You know, you I, know I'm just here to I'm just here to to bring a little bit of joy to everyone. In hey, my do you life, do any so. alchemy? Any brew of any kind? Uh, I've been known to do a little bit. You should find a way to bottle this. Uh, you know, brew it, bottle it, put it in a stopper, and then uh, uh, throw it off a ship so no one ever has to you know deal with. I it. love it. So it can spread out to more people down below. I love that. Yeah, in, I love infect it. Infect everything. A rain of joy. A golden shower. Just raining joy to everyone. No. Just raining joy no. That's a great to name. everyone. Nope. To everyone around. Talk that rain. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to talk to him about. Oh. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. Do you really? I hate that he never listens to this podcast because there's four episodes where we just dog on him, like glowingly while simultaneously dunking on him. Uh... No. There's no, no crayon uh, belly that listens to this podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So I gestured a pothole and I just asked him like if he's got any thoughts on ways to improve the design because this is like pothole dot one. Mm -hmm. So if he's got anything that he thinks would help uh, pothole dot two. Okay. What? Uh, anything in particular, or you're just looking for upgrades? I mean, the design's kind of rudimentary. Uh, uh -huh. The joints, they, they work, uh, but I don't think it's probably the best kind of joints. Um, uh, you know, it's, I don't think size is an issue. He's kind of small as it is. So. fast and agile. Well, you know, I just want to make sure that he's okay to take a hit. Do you roll another uh, 20? No. Oh, my gosh. Pot uh, about to turn into a it almost did. Megazoid. It almost did. Uh, no. So, Cranon uh, looks at you and goes, you know what? I think I can help you with that. And he reaches down and pulls up a small box and sets it in front of you uh, and pulls it back. And it's uh, it looks to be uh, a, a mishmash of uh, vegetables. And kind of slides that towards you and goes, I think this will be exactly what you need for your buddy. Cool. Good talk. Hey, uh, is there anywhere else you guys needed to go? I've got a couple things I need to get. So I'm, I'm Wait, are you saying Pothole needs to improve his diet? <laughs> I'm saying that Whatever's in that box is going to be exactly what you need for creating the best version of Pothole that you can create. I'm going to take a look in the box. Yeah, guy, I don't even want to look at it. Take he digs look. around in the box. Okay, good. make an investigation check. What's in the box? Is it investigation? Mm -hmm. yeah, that's oh, good. that's good. Tw uh, 15. 15? Uh, it, I mean, it seems like a normal box. It's got uh, some, some standard wood box. It's got some vegetables uh, in it. You immediately notice that it is deeper than the vegetables are. Freaking box of holding, yes! I mean, it's cumbersome, but... Is there anything okay, else... He reaches into it and... Cucumbers? Uh, as, as you, like, starting to put the vegetables aside, uh, Krennan puts his hand on it and just kind of looks at you and goes, 
you should do that where you have the space to do so. Oh my god. Uh, I, I cast a, a mental message to him like, is there a Gatling gun underneath those vegetables? Uh, he responds back, not here. He's actually smuggling stuff under green peppers. Gosh, this guy's awesome. Damn it. Okay. He pays me to say that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you take the, the box yeah, and yeah, your yeah. cube of uh, black, iron, or black steel, and you're gone. Uh, so I need to pick up a couple things. Sure. Uh, I'm going to start making the... Uh, uh, I haven't decided what officially to call it, but essentially I want to adapt my pistol to have uh, longer range capabilities. Sure. So I would need uh, some wood for the frame. Yep. Uh, some tubing for yep. the rifling barrel. Yep. And then simple iron sights for now. I'll, I might try and upgrade. Upgrade later. later. Make an investigation check, and we'll see how much it'll cost you to find all that. Because all of that's findable. Hey, buddy. Uh, tan. Mm, not great. It's Burning my inspiration. Okay. The exact same roll. Holy crap. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Ten. Um, okay. You uh, you can find what you need. Um, you can either find raw materials, which will be a little bit cheaper, but cost take more time to build. That's fine. I'm thinking like can, there's the four day journey sure. on the ship. So sure. Um, so I will say all of that in total is going to run you thirty five gold. I know that. All that stuff. Um, I mean, I but, and, but you will have you will have to roll to see if you can like use it correctly. Yeah, it's that's gonna fine. Be, so. Tonight, I'd like to roll if I could when we get back mm-hmm. uh, to start drawing up the blueprints of that. Sure. Make, an, make a, uh, a tinkering check using your intelligence. Uh, 16. 16. Easy enough to do. You blueprints are up. It, it will help you uh, in the long run figuring out how to put all that together. Um, but heading back to your room as you have that box with you, you can see it is indeed a box full of you know, delicious vegetables, but the bottom of it is removable, and underneath there are several automaton components uh, oh. that he has bequeathed to you. Mm-hmm. He bequeathed you a bunch of automaton components that are not supposed to be out on the streets Wait, that you can use to upgrade pothole to uh, uh, various things. Essentially, uh, if you decide that you need or want to uh, do, you know, basic upgrades, uh, you can do so with uh, uh, lower DCs or advantages, depending on what it is. Okay. So, I'll write that down. Because you now have, like, legit I haven't decided parts. what I want yet, but now sure. that I have the parts, I'll start Now you have the components to do so. Yep. That's what I, I wanted to give you the opportunity to come up with your own thing. I didn't want to just kind of, you know, pigeonhole you into, like, oh, you gave him magnetic boots or whatever. So. Hey, Calvin? Yes, sir. Can I can I have a Pepecilia moment real quick? A what? Pepe Sylvia. It's like it's all connecting. Like you've seen yes. Really funny? Yes. Okay. Cran and Belly. Smuggling. Boom. Can do stuff that only dwarves can. Boom. Black hand. That's it. I mean, do we know that the black hand is dwarves? Yes. Uh, last thing I'd like to do before we go no, tonight. You don't know that. Well, I know. I'm not saying like. Drew's guess was that the pads of um, lions are black. And That's totally possible. I was just thinking that because, like, isn't it like in Dwarven territory where, like, they also op- operate? I was just, like, thinking because, and also he manipulated black steel. <laughs> so you might know some dwarves. Black, oh, yeah. From what will, from the information that Aramir gathered, <clears throat> uh, black hand, the, the known black hand cells operate across the border, and the only known cell, is, uh, the only well-known cell is in uh, Metal City. Whether or not they have contacts across the border that are dwarven is unknown at this time, given that this is all Brassland information, and the ten- the border between the dwarves and the humans is still very uh, 
minimal at best. I'm gonna so, have secrets. Mm-hmm. But it's it's entirely possible. You would assume a smuggling uh, ring has the ability to go across borders. Should have the ability to should have contacts across the border. So, but that is a that is a very good assumption to make. So, um, all right. So okay. with yeah. that. Last thing I'd like to do is uh, real quick talk to Okiana about what it is that she wants me to do with this black seal as far as if she has any idea of what the focus should look like or if I should just go with what my art song says. Sure. So essentially, I had thought about some sort of mechanism I could hold with my hand that would cast the spell through it, utilizing the crystal, and... Causing damage? Causing damage, of course. I've got... Not exactly a gun. Perhaps a piece of wood with the the hair of a yeah. the hair of a of a unicorn. Not, the... not that. I'm thinking about that. something. If it could focus the spellcasting ability into almost the form of a sword of some sort, um, I that I could almost wield. Okay, yep, I've got something. I've got okay. something in mind. Yep. All right. A stag. Uh, that will that will take time to work on too. Yeah, I'm gonna roll it. Do you want me to do that tonight, or do you want me to do that over next Thursday? Uh, we'll do that. Uh, you'll do that on your journey because okay. you've you've done you've done a lot today. Can I um, squeeze one thing in? Yes, you may. Uh, uh, <laughs> can Tabidi can Tabidi and the other two drink on and see if they can find a uh, some kind of water vessel, liquid vessel that would provide a much larger. Quantity of for Tabidi? Does that check out? Can we get him a platypus back? <laughs> yes. Um, he uses uh, the the water whip spell. Uses the water he has okay. on hand. Uh-huh. It, it wouldn't increase it to utilize anything it because doesn't it doesn't make it better to use. No, because technically okay. the water whip isn't an okay. attack. It doesn't do damage. It, I believe it just knocks people wrong. Okay. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, he doesn't need more water. He does all of the damage. He has enough. He has plenty. Much like much like in the last Airbender, the water can grow. Or he basically can pull it from other places as well. So, uh, but yeah, he uses his little canteen, and it works just as, okay. just as well. Um, okay. So, coming to the end of the evening, as you guys prepare to wake up the next day and go to uh, back to the house Tolliver and make to begin to depart. Um, as you guys are getting ready for to bed down for the evening, there's a moment where everyone's having food and drink, and the uh, the din of the crowd is beginning to build up as people are beginning to uh, come in for their uh, evening of gambling and uh, debauchery. Well, not debauchery, but you know, gambling <laughs> and testing their luck. Um, there's a there's a moment where the three draconians are all at the table. And there's a moment where, as they're all sitting there, Balefire is kind of watching everything play out as you two are just kind of having a conversation. Okay. Um, and you hear Balefire not really talking to you guys, but talking in so that you guys can hear, obviously. But he's looking out into the crowd as, as he's speaking. And he goes, You really think we'll find it? Our home. I mean, I think at this point it's kind of more a matter of like the place we came from than it is home. Kind of made a new home, but I don't think we would. I don't know. I'd like to find out. Well, if we get back to Vic Ferron, I think I'll make that a home. A place where all Draconians can stay free of 
harassment or... Like maybe we could reorganize and find the rest of them. Bring them <laughs> back together. Bring the ordnance back now. Wouldn't that be something? I'd be alright Under it. our own command. Yeah, they might actually be kind of fun. We'd be the good guys. We'd do whatever we want. Uh, no, we'd be, be the good guys. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a it's like a fork in the road, like a fork in the tongue. We could either be the good guys or do whatever we want. Good guys don't really do it. Maybe we want the right thing. Yeah, maybe whatever we want to do is just hey, a good let's guys. Find the place we'll figure first. it out. Yeah. We'll workshop it on the way. We got four days. We he kind of nods and kind of looks down, and you hear him mumble one more time. He's never hunted again. He just kind of takes another drink and kind of sits back. All right. Um, as the evening comes to a close and everyone beds down for the night, there is a moment where uh, you know everyone's getting rest. Whether sleep comes to you uh, quickly or it comes to you. Um, Okay, so some of you it does come quickly. Uh, others, you may have that moment where you're like, uh, it takes you a minute to fall asleep just because... My eyes are still open. <laughs> because your eyes are still open. Well, um, that or the fact that... Uh, what, oh, gosh, I'm trying to think of the words. I apologize. Um, that or the fact that, like, you know, we, right before you go on a trip, you like you get really excited the day before. The oh, yeah, it's like a wanderlust. Um, as... What a great word. As the Some good words put together, sorry. <laughs> as the evening comes to an end, everyone's sleeping for the evening. Oh, Hiana. Yes. There's a moment where, as you close your eyes and go to bed, there is a moment of remembrance where the voice of a snarky brother goes. Would hate to tell her that her sister abandoned her. And as you close your eyes, your mind for a minute goes back to your old home and the family that you left, and you know, even even Yadima, and wonder how she is. And as you drift off to sleep, there's a moment where your eyes snap open, you sit up, and you're back in the the old shack, the home you grew up in. It, it's just like it was. The campfire burning in the middle, the smoke passing through the hole in the ceiling, the, the hammock beds off to one side, and you look around, there's nobody in here, but it's the same as it was the night you left. And then you hear sounds chanting. And you hop out of bed and begin to walk out to the door trying to figure out what in the, in the world's going on. You're not supposed to be here. You're, you're back in Mecca City. This has just got to be some sort of dream. And as you pull the curtain, as you pull the, the cloth back from the doorway, you see before you a large crowd. Most that you recognize. All standing there, all chanting, mumbling, words some you understand, some you don't and you look up and see lying on a stone altar the body of a young tiefling that you immediately recognize and as that happens you see standing above them holding their arms out is someone ceremoniously is it is it Gunam? is it what would he be? 
And as the head turns around, you see the large horns begin to burn and these eyes that glow with this eternal flame and you hear this rumble of a voice. Welcome back. <gasps> you wake up in cold sweat. That's not good. And that's where we'll pick up next time. Jesus. As we continue our story uh, next time uh, with the trip, the road trip to wherever it is we're going to go. But until then, thank you guys so much for playing. What a great night. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We'll see you next time on the Wild Show Bus. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we did making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcasting platform you use. And while you're there, leave us a review if you want. It actually helps us out. We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Reddit at r slash wildmagicschoolbus, send us a subtweet at wildmagicschoolbuspod, or follow our Instagram at wildmagicpod. Either way, stop by and say hi. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. Let's go with it. Cut it right there. Um, all right. Statham? No. What does Transporter talk like? Hmm? Crank? Jack Bauer's Jack the guy Bauer that can get like... across Los Angeles in 20 minutes. Yeah, but how does he talk? He talks like this. He's okay. Batman? Like every white action. It's like he's sucking his words <laughs> through a straw. Okay. <laughs> uh, is... <laughs> no, if he's, if he's suck, if he sucks through a straw, it just you just sounds like... <laughs> Yeah, I can't, you can't speak while doing it. It's really hard. You, can't really, you can't really move your lips. What is this, a pan loop or nose? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrible. That's terrifying. Yeah, I think like, that's a smoker, like, like smoking, <laughs> like, anti-smoking. Oh, yeah, that's just terrifying. All right. My bad. Stop. Last time on this show, we I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna just keep going. I was. I was here for. Do you have notes? I'll read notes. Taking a look in the rearview mirror. I mean, you you could read my notes, but it's gonna be hard to like compare what my notes say versus what actually happened Mm -hmm. because there's kind of like a mishmash of the two. So as we back up down the highway of game, (laughs) stop at every railroad crossing. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.